0: you're listening to the Astrology Hub Podcast, practical wisdom for living your life on purpose. Hi there. My name is Amanda Poole Walsh, and I am the founder of Astrology Hub. And I'm Donna Woodwell, a professional astrologer and the senior editor at Astrology Hub. And we're here for your forecast for the week starting December 31st and going through January 6th. And we just wanted to start by saying Happy New Year to all of you. If you're really in that new year vibe and wanting to plan for it, using astrology as your guide, make sure that you tune into our our episode from last week. It's episode 005. And in it, we walked through a four-step process that will help you align your intention and goal setting with the astrological elements. By doing so, you will make sure that your Intentions and goals are balanced. And when you do that, you increase your odds for success in accomplishing what you want. So tune in and see what you think. And I think that you'll find it really helpful. And last, before we dive into the forecast, just a reminder that if you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review it. This helps us get the information out to more people who could benefit from this podcast. And we absolutely love hearing from you. So thank you in advance for doing that. And thank you to everybody who already has. All right, so Donna, tell us about the upcoming week. What do we have to look forward to?
1: (laughs) Well, Amanda, this New Year's Eve certainly starts with a bang. Planet Mars, which is the action principle and very assertive, aggressive even, is coming home to his fiery sign Aries today. And parties that might have been more sedate on other years I have a tendency to get a little wild or a little out of control with all that extra energy in the mix. So be responsible. Um, if things are going to get a little more rowdy, think about the implications of alcohol freely flowing under those circumstances. And please, 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 please stay smart and stay safe, everyone. On the other hand, New Year's Day launches on a different vibe than New Year's Eve. Now, the sun, which is our light and shining divine being meets very dour Saturn. Saturn wants us to get real. And so the evening hours of New Year's Day are a great time to pull back and spend some time in quiet reflection on what you want the new year to be. Maybe go back and revisit the podcast that we recorded last week about how to plan for the new year and get some concrete expectations about what you would like to give birth to in this uh, brand new 2019. But we want to give you a heads up, when Sun meets Saturn, be a little bit of depression. And so, you know, those kinds of things in astrology move through fast, um, but it is something to be aware of, to um, recognize that, to be realistic about what the year can bring, but don't allow yourself to fall into negative thinking because it won't help you with what you need to do next. Mm, so, Donna, it sounds like a, a really important day
0: in the morning. So, New Year's morning, to make sure you're doing those things that really fill you up. Maybe that's movement for you. Maybe that's eating really good food. Maybe that's sleeping and getting a lot of rest or reading a book. But, you know, I've found that the tendency towards depression is much. More of a pull when we aren't filled up, you know, when when we're depleted and when we're tired when we're, you know Frustrated and and all those things So i'd say that it will be a good day to really make sure you focus and make some time for yourself And then you know One of the most amazing things that you've taught me donna is that we actually can have direct relationships with the planets And so another thing that might be a really great thing to do on new year's day is to commune with saturn to ask Saturn what it is that he wants you to see and keep in mind as you're setting your goals and your intentions and really invoke the power of Saturn, the discipline, the opportunity for mastery, uh, the structure, all those things, and really focus on them. And when we do it from a place of recognizing that it is a benevolent energy that is not there to punish, that it's there to actually help and support you in manifesting what it is that you want to bring forth in your life, then um, even though it can feel serious and somber, you know that it's for a purpose. The other thing that astrology always does is helps us tune into the truth that everything is temporary. And so even if you are feeling depression, there can just be an opportunity to embrace that and say, wow, I feel really depressed right now. It's sun and Saturn conjunct. Oh, that's really interesting. I'm feeling it in my life. I'm actually feeling that connection. And just knowing that it's temporary and it'll pass. It's just like a passing storm or a you know, passing dark clouds and uh, the energy tomorrow will feel different.
1: Which is literally true in this case, because um, optimism is returning in full force on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this week. The moon will be in very eager Sagittarius. It will be meeting with Jupiter in Sagittarius. And both of those things are generally when we feel like, you know, happy days are here again, quite literally. For the end of the week, this is a good time, even if you're not officially heading back to work or school yet, you might want to Feel like you dive in and get a jump on the year and start making some more concrete plans. Um, It may not be quite time to act yet. It still is the dark of the moon, the last days of the week. And so maybe not launch things officially out in the public world where everyone can see you, but certainly um, use that more optimistic, adventurous energy to get some momentum going um, because, you know, guess what? We're just about ready to take off in a very exciting new year. Hmm, Very nice. All right. And tell us what's coming for the weekend. Okay. So January's new moon in Capricorn is on Saturday. And normally we call that new moon in January in Capricorn, kind of like the new year's resolution moon, Um, because Capricorn, and Amanda well knows you are a Capricorn, loves to do practical things, loves to build things, put them in action. That's what we would be doing with this moon. We would use it to sort of slingshot our New Year's resolutions. However, this year's a little different because that Capricorn new moon is also a partial solar eclipse. And when we have solar eclipses brought into the lunar cycle, they bring a whole different layer of energies. They bring in the shadow to what we are doing. So if we're looking at the chart for that particular um, new moon, um, when we look at all the other planets and what they're doing at the moment of that new moon, that gives us a flavor of this entire lunar cycle. And this chart's interesting not just because it is a partial solar eclipse but also because of of the way the planets are moving together so the eclipse is happening right between the two powerhouses of saturn which is that planet that keeps us real and brings us discipline and pluto who is the lord of the underworld who literally has to do with our power and how we create at a very deep level in the world. And also the things that we need to transmute or transform in our lives in order to claim the full force of our power. And that dark solar eclipse is happening right in between the two of them. And so it's like, um, you know, really, really encouraging us and punctuated by that um, solar eclipse to get real um, in this particular moment. Also, going on in the sky is we're gearing up for the first of three of those tense squares, those tense aspects between Jupiter, the planet of truth-telling and how we live with integrity, and Neptune, which has to do with uh, illusion and dreaming and how we escape, and maybe even uh, that spiritual side where we live in a place with no boundaries. So those two planets are encouraging us to work through what it means to uh, tell the truth from illusion, whereas Saturn and Pluto are encouraging us to get real and deal with the shadow and, and the real trash, the real garbage of life and how we can transmute it. I love the quote that says, you know you're working with a real witch because she knows how to turn shit into fertilizer. That's exactly what this new moon is saying is learn how to take all of your inner darkness and turn it into a fertilizer that can be real rich material for you to transform into something amazing based on your truth. But don't let yourself get caught in the illusion and do the actual work.
0: Does that make sense? It does. I mean, it sounds pretty intense, but um, also an opportunity. Like you said, it's it's that I always think of that composting process, you know, where you put old fruit or vegetables into the compost and eventually through time and the process of, you know, breaking down and all kinds of amazing things that happen, it becomes dark, rich soil. So we have this opportunity to work with that element of ourselves that we may not be super excited about. You know, it might be the parts of ourselves that don't feel or seem attractive or worthy of love or any of those things in this moment but having this opportunity to really transform those things and transform our relationship to those things is important and it aids in such a continual growth process so if there are things in your life right now that feel dark or heavy or undesirable I love what you're saying Donna because it just reminds us that there are always opportunities to transform and transmute those things in our lives and it always begins with love you know, and compassion and, and um, usually love and compassion for ourselves. So beautifully
1: said, Amanda. And especially right now at the beginning of the year, um, to have a new year start with an eclipse so early in the year is actually unusual. And then two weeks after this eclipse, uh, which we'll be talking about in a few weeks, is a total lunar eclipse and uh, it will be visible all across um, North America, the Western Hemisphere. Actually, half the world will be able to see this one, and it is total, so that makes it a blood moon, lunar eclipse, and there's a lot of powerful emotions that come up at that time. So for many people who are working through their New Year's resolutions, they're going to feel resistance in a way that may be much more in your face than the, you, might have, you might have been able to ignore other years. Um, But there's something about the truth telling of this year that makes you realize, oh, wait, those excuses, they're not, they're just me finding excuses. You know, I, I'm the one who needs to make the change here. You're going to see a lot of people stepping up this year in a way that we might not have, may not have seen it for a while. Because not to be outdone. On Sunday, we have the planet Uranus, who is really, you know, the ringleader of cosmic changes. He is a rebel, and he would chew his own arm off to be himself. Um, And when Uranus touches our lives, that's how we feel. You know, if you've ever been in a situation where you'll do anything in order to make a change happen, that's Uranus. And so Uranus has been slowing down to end his five month retrograde and he comes out of retrograde on Sunday. And when he comes out of retrograde on Sunday, that means there's nothing retrograde on the sky. Everything is starting to move forward and we'll be moving in a forward direction for the next two months. Not until the beginning of March that we have another retrograde. And that's really, really unusual because that gives us a full 60 days and then some for all of our plans that are in motion to continue to be in motion. Nothing's slowing them down. So maybe having that Saturn conjunct the sun on New Year's Day isn't such a bad thing because. It will give us one final chance to really make sure, is this what you really want to do? Because once that roller coaster tips over the edge on Sunday, it's just going to keep going and going and going and going. So I'm preparing to have all of this planning done in advance so that I can take advantage of all of that momentum and to knock a lot of things off of my list, especially the things that have felt stalled because when things are retrograde, they can feel a little stalled in your life and, you know, because you keep reviewing and revising, but there's nothing slowing you down now. So I'm looking forward to it, but it's going to be one heck of a ride. It's go time. (laughs) It is. Well, another way that we can talk about this, um you know those times when they tell you you know instant karma that whatever you do comes back to you like immediately this is one of those times in our lives where we're going to see the results of our actions so very very fast and but that gives us a chance to course correct in a way that we might have to wait under other circumstances but not now mm. And exactly, I was
0: thinking about that course correct um, element, Donna. The January forecast that we're hosting, January 15th through 17th, the free forecast that's featuring 13 world class astrologers who are going to help you intentionally plan 2019. That sounds to me like an opportunity to course correct for all of us. So if, if you've already been goal setting and intention setting and planning for 2019, sounds like we will have this opportunity together to listen to the wisdom, the input, the guidance of these 13 astrologers, and really use that to fine-tune, refine our our goals and intentions. And then one thing we're going to get to do together as well is uh, through the bonus intention-setting workshop that we're having at the end of the forecast. Again, all of this is free, and you can register now at astrologyhub.com slash um, 2019. But we will be able to actually put all of these intentions and goals into like on paper together, walking through a process taking all the input from those astrologers and infusing it into the vision that we're holding for 2019 and then the action steps we're going to take. So it sounds like this year really is a balancing act between that real visionary, you know, seeing far into the future and what is possible and the real grounded, okay, what are the actions that we need to take in order to make that a reality? Is that true, Donna? Like that's what I'm synthesizing from a lot of the things that you've been saying over the past few weeks. Yes, definitely.
1: Also being honest with ourselves and not allowing ourselves. There's a word called uh, the founder of the Naropa Institute called spiritual bypassing, where we just say, oh, well, I'm being a spiritual being and therefore it's all going to be okay," and not actually doing the work. And so it's a a time where we recognize also realigning the relationship between what it means to be spiritual and soulful and yet live in the world as uh, efficacious people who have agency, who can create change.
0: Mm. I love that, Donna. So that's basically taking us through the whole week, correct? Is there anything else that you want people to be aware of as we embark on this beginning of the year?
1: I'm just really grateful and looking forward to Astrology Hub's forecast because I know from my own experience, things feel really, really divisive, um, that we aren't alone, that we do have people that we resonate with, and that we can tap into those networks of people to feel validated and hopeful. And I think hope is something that we all need to rely on right now, especially when things seem more complicated than they need to be. Yeah.
0: When there's a lot of evidence to the contrary, it's really helpful to be around of hopeful people. And (laughs) I agree this Astrology Hub community is a place, it's like this endless well of inspiration and positivity. And so if you are feeling like things are heavy and you could use that sense of camaraderie and just a reminder that you're not alone in carrying this vision for something more for yourself and for the world, that there's a lot of people, a lot more than ever gets talked about on the news, a lot more than ever gets talked about um, you know, in common social circles. There's a lot of people holding a vision and actually doing a lot of amazing work to bring about a lot of positive change on this planet. So you'll get to tune into that energy and that vibration and start your year with that. So again, you just go to astrologyhub.com slash 2019 and reserve your seat for that. It's all online and available. um, It's about three hours a day from January 15th through the 17th, but you do not have to tune into all of it to get great benefit from any of it. Just even 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you can just hop on and off whenever you have a moment, and you'll get to meet 13 incredible astrologers that you will fall in love with, guaranteed, and you will get to really tune into that um, amazing, positive force that the astrology hub community has become over the last three years so hope that you can join us would love to connect with you there and see your name in the chat and then again to join us for that bonus intention and goal setting workshop you just have to be registered and then you can join us for that on friday january 18th last when you register for that forecast you are going to get a bonus gift it is a free 2019 astrology planning calendar This will give you all of the aspects, the day-to-day aspects of 2019, as well as the theme for each lunar cycle, journal prompts that you can use for your 2019 um, journaling, and also mantras and affirmations that you can use. So check that out. Um, It's yours for free when you register for the 2019 forecast event. Again, astrologyhub.com slash 2019. Donna, thank you so much for getting us ready for this week and for sharing all of this amazing wisdom with us. And thanks to all of you for tuning in and for making astrology a part of your life. If you're loving this podcast, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review it. We really appreciate that. All right, we will catch you on the next episode. Hi there, this is Amanda, and I am so excited to invite you to an epic event that will help you kick off your new year with everything you need to know to make it your best year yet. Join Astrology Hub for our fourth annual free New Year forecast marathon. I've invited 12 of my favorite astrologers to clue you into the major themes of 2019 and help you identify the opportunities and challenges as we embark on this new year. The event is happening online over three days in January. And you can find more information and reserve your free spot by going to astrologyhub.com slash forecast and entering your name and email now. When you register, you'll also get a beautiful planning calendar for every lunar cycle of 2019. You can print it out and have it with you during the event for note-taking so you don't forget a thing as the year goes on. We'll only send the replay to those of you who register. So make sure and put your name on the list now. Go to astrologyhub.com slash forecast and reserve your free spot today. That's astrologyhub.com slash forecast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Astrology Hub Podcast. We can't wait to continue exploring with you and bringing you astrology's most practical wisdom so you can live your life on purpose. We'll catch you on the next episode.
1: Hi, this is Chris Kaplan, the producer of the Astrology Hub podcast. This episode is over, but check the show notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and rate using the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts.